Welcome to Salcedo Paranormal. It is Monday, November 21st, 2022. And tonight I'll be covering paranormal news. As always, you can find all the episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page, which is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S A L S I D O Paranormal. Dot podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have uh, comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. And um, I am sorry that there was not a show last night. I was not feeling good yesterday, but um, I am better today. And so it is nice to be back to doing the show again. Um, as always, all the links to the articles I'm going to talk about today are in the stream chat and will be included in the episode descri- description for the um, pod- podcast and YouTube uh, episode, uh, well, files. I can talk. Anyway, um, so I think that covers everything for that. Uh, I do plan on having shows Today through Thursday, if at all possible. Um, so today will be news. Tomorrow will be true paranormal stories from the web. Um, basically, the stories I had found for last night that I didn't get to do. Uh, Wednesday will be another uh, Lovecraft, HP Lovecraft book review episode. And Thursday will be more paranormal news. And then um, we have a special show planned for this Saturday. Uh, same time. 8 p.m. Eastern, all about the uh, the Grim Reaper, Grim Reaper, and the the mythology behind it, the folklore, but also the um, the sightings that people have had um, in recent times as well. So um, that should be a a good one. I've been I've been looking into it, and uh, I'm going to be having a special guest on that one. So uh, looking forward to Saturday's show as well. Um. And uh, I will always, from now on, or from now on, do at least one bonus show per month, but it may only be that because I have other things that I'm working on. So I think that covers everything for now. Um, there is a slight chance I might not be able to do a show on Thursday, but I'm planning on doing one if at all possible. So, but I will let, keep you all updated on that. Um, I definitely recommend you join the Discord because. Uh, I always I always put post things here in Discord. I just don't always remember to do that in all the other social media. So, um, anyway, thank you all for listening and for being here. Whether you're here for the live stream, I see you all there. Thank you, or you listen to the um, YouTube or podcast feeds. I also also appreciate that because um, those numbers are still rising, and that is amazing to me. So, um. So I have seven articles for today, and um, this first one, I'm not even going to get into a ton of it. Actually, it looks like it's a video. I didn't even notice that. Um, but uh, the topic is basically, the title is, uh, this is from um, this is from 9news.com, even though I've seen... That I found several articles on this topic, or several links on this topic, and the title is 
SETI, which is Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, I believe. I forget now. I'm sorry. I should have looked up that looked that up. But um, um, but SETI, which is like a, a an organization that is is searching for basically extraterrestrial life, their intelligence out there in space, um, is set to establish alien contact protocol ahead of possible alien contact. And um, this is amazing to me because I don't remember ever seeing so many articles saying talking about um, kind of government or somewhat related to government organizations um, looking into this and actually making plans for that. Um, so I really thought that was an amazing, just an amazing thing that all these articles are covering that. And, um, so yeah, it does look like it's a video. I had not noticed that. Um, all the ads that they put on these pages don't make it easy. But anyway, um, enough of my excuses. Um, but yeah, just the fact that, that, um, this is being looked into seriously is amazing. Um, of course, people, some people would say it's because they already know what's going on and they're looking, they're, they're just looking to make, or they're already planning on making contact or they already have, who knows for sure. But, um, still just need that that's actually even, a, um, being discussed in the, the mainstream media. So that was just a quick little mention there. Just, um, I think it's important, but also, um, I don't have a ton to go into here with that one. Maybe I'll try to find another article about that for next time on Thursday. But um yeah, so it does seem like that's in the on the minds of some people out there, maybe even more than it used to be. Of course, there's always propaganda and and um just manipulation of of the narrative on from many sides, many angles. So just um but still neat to see that though. So I just want to share that today. So that's the first one. Um, let's see here. And so these next two articles are a couple of sightings of, uh, possible UFOs. So, this next one is from, uh, khmoradio.com. And the title of this one is, let's see here. Two UFOs appear out of Independence Day, in quotation marks, cloud over Missouri. And of course they're referring to that sci-fi movie. Um probably a lot of people know about with uh Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum. Um basically an alien invasion movie. And um apparently there were people that came out of a restaurant uh that saw this cloud and then saw these two lights, or at least reflective surfaces, come out of this cloud um, after after they saw this cloud. Uh, apparently this was near Blue Springs. And um, they have a little quote here from the one of the eyewitnesses that says that they saw a huge cloud that reminded me of the UFO from the movie Independence Day. Um, and... Uh, so, 
the witness said, look at that UFO to another witness. And they noticed two stationary lights hovering above the cloud. Um, says they were a lot closer than a star would have been, and it was too early for any stars to be visible yet since it was only 7.50 p.m. And they were in the northwestern part of the sky. Um, so it says that the object appears to be some kind of reflective, reflected metal, or objects to be some kind of reflective metal. Um, and they are stationary at times, but they also do move. So, um, and it has a video in this article, apparently. Uh, and, um, so yeah, just a neat little sighting there, and, uh, you can check out the video. <clears throat> so, um, I always like to report or share these sightings, um, whenever I find articles about them. And again, this is in Blue Spring in Missouri. So, um, so that's the article. This next one here, um, it's from, let's see here, k2radio.com. And this one says, let's see here, uh, watch, did this Nest camera capture a UFO in Casper? And this is in Wyoming. Um, and, uh, I, I did watch this video and I, I don't know for sure what it is, but it seems like it could have been, and they've mentioned this, some kind of a meteorite or at least something natural coming down from the sky. The thing with these, these, um, meteorites though, or these asteroids or however, I always forget the exact right terms, but, um, these items that come down out of the sky and and either burn up in the atmosphere or um, they're crashed to the ground. Um, I always wonder about the, what kind of life is on those things, or in some maybe more extreme cases, what kind of technology could be in there. Um, maybe not even an entire spaceship, as you would think from like a sci-fi movie, but just smaller bits of technology. Um, so I think it's always neat to check out these sightings of these things. Um, whenever they happen, and you can see a flash of light in this, uh, in the video here that they have included in this, um, this article. So it's pretty, it lights up the sky pretty well, too, from what I saw. So, um, just another neat sighting there, even if it is, um, something natural. You always wonder if there could be something attached to those, one of those things that, uh, isn't natural. So, at least I always do. Um, maybe I've listened to, or listened to or read too many uh, Lovecraft or Stephen King stories, but it's always that thought's always there in the back of my mind. So, um, a few years ago, a couple of years ago, apparently there was a um, a meteorite that flew over Michigan. That some people I saw some like some post on post on Facebook about it, like as it was happening, which is pretty neat. Um, but, uh, so yeah, neat little sighting there, and, um, we can move on from there. The rest of these are all more of the, um, apparition, the ghostly kind of variety of sightings here, these other articles. And, uh, so, I will, uh, 
go on with those. Um, this next one here is from... These next two are from the UK. This one is from irishmirror.ie. And um, it says, Paranormal investigators capture chilling pictures of ghosts on balcony of abandoned Irish mansion. And um, this has pictures in it, of course. And it talks about um, a legend that apparently a, a Jewid placed a curse, curse on the land in or around 400 A.D. So, and of course, that's a legend, so who knows for sure if that's how accurate that is. But, um, so there are some neat pictures of this place, even without the paranormal. This is apparently at a place called Moore Hall, M-O-O-R-E Hall. And, um, let's see, it says that on October 30th, this, uh, one group of investigators focused, um, on this, on this location. And, um, they keep calling the image image in this sinister image. Um, but anyway, it's like it just could just be apparitions. Doesn't that have to be sinister? But anyway, that's just me and my my usual um, uh, problem with labeling everything paranormal as sinister or evil. But uh, apparently, it says there's a shadowy figure that looks like a man. Uh, holding a small child, and that's the apparition that is said to be captured on, um, on this this team's one the this team's camera that was there, and um, so just a neat neat little sighting there. I looked at the pictures; I couldn't really see anything, but you can all tell me if you want to look at that. What you think? Um. So let's see here. So yeah, it's just a neat neat building to look at pictures of it and then possibly see something in there as well. So um let's see here. I think that's basically it. And uh, they go over a little bit of the history of it. Um let's see here. So yeah, that's basically it for that one. Um and I'll move on to the next one. Now, this next one is apparently about a video. And um, this one says, now this one is from uh, thestar.co.uk. And this one says, ghost video. South Yorkshire paranormal investigator, <clears throat> excuse me, films ghost walking in old mill near Matlock. And, um, so, apparently this is, um, a video, uh, from a fairly well-known investigator in the area, and this was, um, let's see here, they've investigated several places in this area, and, um, he was at the ruins of an old mill, <clears throat> and, um, Apparently, that's where um, this camera caught a figure going across the screen. 
as he walked through the site. And uh, so this old mill was in Stanton and Peak near Matlock. And uh, apparently says that it's the nearest he's ever seen to a ghost captured on video. So um, you can check out that video and uh, and see what you all think as well. So um, that's it for that one. Let's see here. So um, these next couple, I think, are from the U.S. here. And uh, a moment, please. Nose is bothering me. There we go. Okay, so this one is from thetravel.com. I've shared some articles from them here before. It says, this hotel is the most haunted lodging in South Carolina. And um, apparently this, uh, let's see here. Trying to find the name of the place again. Uh, Let's see here. Okay, this is the John Rutledge House Inn. And apparently it was once owned by one of the um, original, the signers of the Constitution. And um, it's one of the, also one of the state's oldest inns. It also has a playhouse. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's just, they're talking about the, the paranormal activity there. Says it's the playhouse of a mischievous ghost girl. So, um, looking at this article here more. Uh, let's see here. So, um, apparently this place is a Victorian architecture and, uh, says that, um, apparently even the guests and the staff feel like there's that area is. Or the building is has a lot of activity. Um, so it goes into the history of this place. It says that um, this was this is in Charleston, on the north side of uh, Broad Street, and um, so let's see here. <clears throat> it has it's three stories tall. Um, so looking at. The rest of this here. Um, going into more of the details about the building itself, wrought iron. Um, let's see here. And uh, it was first built in 1763 by John Rutledge. Um, and uh, so it says, mentions that um, Rutledge was part of the um the group of that um signed the constitution so they're part part of that whole a lot of that history and um it's been an important part through history for uh many different things apparently it was um several different served as several different things over the years as well um i'm guessing they mean during wars and stuff like that and um so let's see here. Let's get to the. Okay, here we go. So um, it says that the 
again, that's one of those places that says to be most, one of the most haunted places in the U.S. Um, and uh, apparently it's said to be haunted by a spirit of a young girl. And uh, the girl's name, it says, is Sarah, who was in the house with her, with her parents in life, but she perished in a tragic fire. And um, so let's see here. So apparently that was their home for a while. And um, the parents eventually boarded up the place after that happened and left. Um, and then after that is when it served as a hotel. But the spirit of this young girl is still there, supposedly. She's um, known to run around the run around the house. Um, so I'm guessing they they hear footsteps and all everything, all that. Yeah. So um, she's heard running up and down the hallways, uh, known to turn lights on and off, and um, watches people through the windows of the hotel. And uh, she also apparently pulls pillows out from under the under the heads of guests as they're sleeping in their beds. So that's I'm guessing that's funny to the kid, but man, that does not sound fun. Um, apparently, also when people have experiences, they smell smoke, um, which is apparently why. Part of why they think it was the spirit of this girl. And um, so then it goes into the details of the features of the hotel. But um, sounds like there's some activity there. So I just wanted to share that one as well. And uh, that's basically it for that one. So let's see how we're doing. Okay. I have one more article here to share. And, uh, let's see here. Hello to everyone in chat. Thank you for being here. Um, this is from IdahoEnterprise.com. And this, the title of this one is A Night at the Haunted Elementary, um, question mark. And, um, this is, uh, apparently a, a school where there are actually even the staff there again believe it to be um to believe to be somewhat haunted uh this is uh let me see here um looking at this this is um Maled. i'm not sure how you say that m-a-l-a-d elementary it says it was built in the early 50s and uh so that's a good 60 plus years old and um it says that um the place has been investigated by um a team that uh went there to check everything out because of the claims of activity there and um so let's see here just talking about the crew. So apparently there's an apparition there that is seen of a uh, a, white, a red-headed girl in a white dress. 
And um, so looking at the rest of this here, apparently people have um, heard unexplained noises and seen unexplained image, unexplainable images on the school's cameras and even seen shapes that may or may not have been um, paranormal. Apparently, staff uh, refused to go in certain areas after dark or stay in the building alone. And um, there's also an, um, rumors of an old, older man who walks around the halls at night, apparition kind of deal, says. Um, he's been seen on the school security cameras more than once. That's amazing. Um, even though the, the I guess there's no recorded evidence of that. I'm guessing it's because they erased their tapes after so long. Um, so yeah, just neat sightings here. I think schools are some of those areas that can, because of the number of people that are just coming and going all the time, can lead to energy just being deposited there and building up over time. And who knows for sure what's going on with that. Um, so let's see here. Looking at this more, I'm trying to skim through everything. Uh, apparently people have um, reported seeing lights on in the school when they've driven by it late at night, even after, um, even when there's shouldn't have been anyone in there. And um, people have thought that they, was, they were seeing, let's see here, um, the cleaning crew working in there, but apparently they were not there at the time when those lights were seen. So, but, um, so yeah, neat sightings there and experiences. And um, let's see here. So yeah, neat article there. It's going into more detail about noises. People have heard sounds of mechanical noises in the building. Um, I like the... Let's see here. So... Okay, they're talking about the regular noises that you hear in the building because of all the mach machinery there, but people have claimed hearing the sound of a chair moving in a hallway. Um, and, uh, yeah, just neat to... Sounds like some neat activity that going on there. So, and uh, shadow, so shadow figures. But, um, so neat article there about this place. I definitely recommend with all these articles, checking them out and reading them all um, for yourselves. So, and uh, that's it for tonight. Uh, thank you all for being here, like I said. Um, and uh, I think that'll do it for tonight. I'll be back tomorrow night with uh, True Paranormal Stories from the Web on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care, everyone.